Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the DNA of the Kingdom with your host, Ryan Bastris of Wake Ministries. Uh, thanks for coming back. If you've been following this five-week series, if this is your first time, I'd encourage you to go back and check the last three videos that we've done. Uh, they were powerful, and I know they'll encourage your life and impact your heart. Uh, but uh, make sure you subscribe to the Millennium Beat. Hit that bell. Hit that subscribe button, and it will notify you. Okay, YouTube will notify you. Uh, of videos like this being uploaded. So again, like I've always said, grab a cup of coffee or your favorite drink, sit on your favorite chair, kick back and relax, and enjoy week four of this five-week series on identity and our inheritance. Bless you. Hey guys, what's up? I'm super excited for this teaching. We're going to talk about discovering the things of God uh, because this is an identity and um, our inheritance series. This is week four already. And I want to talk about discovering the things of God. Uh, The Bible says in Proverbs that it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the glory of kings to seek it out. And I love this because Holy Spirit reveals to us not only what God did for us, but what God has waiting for us to discover. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, it says, Ask and you shall receive. Then it says, Seek and you shall find. And knock and the door will be open unto you. I believe through intimacy we ask, we seek, and we knock. And God will give, God will reveal, and God will open up things to us. And I want to talk a little bit about God opening up His heart to us and us discovering uh, what is in God's glory that we've been created for, like we talked about about a few weeks ago. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Luke chapter 5, Luke chapter 5, and I want us to turn uh, our eyes to verse 16, Luke 5, verse 16. And it says this, but Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. Let me say that again. Luke 5, 16. But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. Wilderness here in the Greek means multiple things. It means a lonely place, a deserted place, a dry place, of course. But wilderness, it also means cultivated, uncultivated, I'm sorry, an uncultivated place. And it also means an uninhabited place. Place. And that's what I want to focus our attention on right now. Wilderness in the Greek means multiple things, but the thing I want to focus on is wilderness means uninhabited place. Okay? I love this because it says Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. I think it's crazy. He goes to this uncultivated place, this wilderness, this uninhabited place, and that's where he prayed. I wonder what his mind his eyes, his heart, captured. I wonder what his mind, his eyes, his ears, his heart, I wonder what it inhabited in that place of prayer with the Lord. I believe in prayer, the Spirit of God brought him into where his mind inhabited the delights and the desires of God. I believe in prayer, Jesus, that's in that place of intimacy with the Father, that's where Jesus saw what the Father wanted him to do, and he heard 
what he wanted, what the Father wanted him to speak. First Corinthians chapter 2, uh, verse 9, it says, Eyes haven't seen, nor ears heard, nor did it enter into the heart of man what God has for those who love him. But verse 10 says, But God has given us his spirit so that we may know those things. Isn't that amazing? In verse 12 of 1 Corinthians 2, it says, For we haven't received the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may know those things. That's like intimate knowing that we could encounter, that we would know those things that have been freely given to us. I believe it's through intimacy with the Father, encountering the Father, encountering the Spirit of God. I believe it's the Spirit of God that ushers us into discovering what God has for us, even what He wants us to do. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication make your requests be known to God. I believe we may go into prayer sometimes anxious. Our soul isn't inhabiting peace, but in that place of prayer, Holy Spirit ushers us into intimately encountering peace where we leave that time of prayer in peace, even though we entered into that place of prayer anxious. So our soul was anxious. It didn't inhabit peace, but in that place of prayer, we're ushered into inhabiting peace. Come on, somebody. And it's through the work and the move of the Holy Spirit. Maybe our soul is ignorant of the things that pertain to God. When we fellowship with the Holy Spirit and we encounter Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit reveals revelation to us, lays out naked and bare before us the things of God so that our soul can inhabit, our eyes can lay a hold of. I'm speaking metaphorically now. Our eyes, our mind can lay, inhabit what maybe it didn't inhabit because we were in ignorance. Okay, Jesus is in a place of prayer in the wilderness, which means an uninhabited place, But just think of all the things that his mind, his heart, his life inhabited in that place of prayer. Even though it was in in an uninhabited place, just think of where God ushered him into and what he inhabited through his mind and through his heart. Come on, somebody. If you have your Bibles, uh, I want to turn with you now to, uh, I want to turn our attentions to another verse. It's John chapter 14. John 14. And I want us to read verse 2. And this is the words of Jesus here. John 14, 2. In my Father's house are many dwellings. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. Verse 3. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Let me just stop here. Whatever Jesus inhabited um, through prayer, we have access to that. We're joint heirs with Christ. And when we seek out the things that God concealed, ah, when we seek those things out and hunger for God, just like Holy Spirit ushered Jesus into inhabiting that revelation, God wants us to be ushered into where we inhabit revelations of Him. Um, when I say revelations, it means manifestations of divine truth. There has been encounters that I've had with God where I truly know who God is through those encounters with God. 
Um, there's times I've prayed and I saw God move financially. I saw God, God move this way, God move that way. And I really personally knew he was Jehovah Jireh. He was uh, Jehovah Rapha. He was because of these encounters that I had with that very name, him, himself, okay? So when I say encountering God, I'm talking about being embraced by God, where he manifests himself and our eyes are open to who he really is. There is so many mysteries that are waiting for the seeker. Let me say this. There is so many things, okay, that are waiting. Now I'm saying this, um, you know, because these things are alive. They're in God, so they're alive. I'm saying this metaphorically as well, though. There is things just waiting, anticipating, excited to see our ref- their reflection in our eyes because we laid our eyes on them because we sought God. There is things that are waiting to see our reflection, or I'm sorry, their reflection in our eyes because we laid our eyes on them by seeking Him. There is mysteries. There is things that God wants us to discover. I love this in John 14, verse 2. In my Father's house are many dwellings. There is so much that pertains to God. There is such a depth to God within himself. Many dwellings that he wants us to inhabit by seeking it out. There's many things that are concealed that God wants to reveal But he's just waiting for us to seek him so that he can open up and reveal to us those things. Come on. Ask and you shall receive. And then I got to go back to this. When he says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may also be. The places of revelation, the experiences even that Jesus had with the Father. He wants to bring us into those things as well. He wants us to inhabit those things as well. Because can I tell you something? He doesn't want to and he wasn't meant to occupy those things by himself. He died so that through relationship, we could actually, like our soul, our mind, our heart, our will, our emotion, our lives could actually possess the knowledge of who God really is by in relationship, personally experiencing the Father. Um, you know, I, I've always known God was a provider, but uh, during COVID-19, you know, here in 2020, um, I run a ministry, I have a house, and there's a whole lot of stuff that went on in our lives, okay, that were, you know, challenging because of COVID-19. But I put my trust in God. I obeyed God. I saw God move, and my eyes of understanding opened up. There is things that were waiting for me to see them. They were waiting to see their reflection in my eyes that I laid my eyes on, and I saw because I sought God in the midst of turmoil. And I'm telling you something. I have a deeper respect and honor and love for God and a deeper understanding of who God is because I chose to seek God even in the midst of adversity and I, I like discovered with walking with him in relationship through that, I discovered what he always had for me. He started and he still does because I continue to seek him. He reveals to me what he concealed for me. Okay. And there's things that are concealed that want to be revealed, but we need to seek. It's the glory of God to conceal a manner, but is the glory of kings. That's not gender specific. It's for all of us. It is the glory of kings to seek it out. Glory, 
Birth there means honor. It's God's honor to conceal it, and it should be our honor to seek it out. There's many dwellings, there's many dimensions, there's many things that pertain to God that are waiting to be revealed. They're concealed and they want to be out, but they want you to seek it, hunger for it, ask for it. And then Holy Spirit will start breathing on your mind, breathing upon your life, and will manifest truth that lays out who God really is so that your eyes of understanding can open up to who He is. Okay? Um, it's, it's kind of like this, you know, uh, a, mind, a man finds treasure in a field. He sells, uh, he buys the field, right? Because he knows there's probably more. Can I tell you something? There is so much in God that we have eternity to get, in, to get lost in his eyes, to get lost in who he is. I really believe God wants to bring us back to his feet so that he can reveal to us what's on his heart. Let me say that again. I believe God's wanting to bring us back to our feet. I'm sorry, bring us back to his feet so that he can reveal to us what's on his heart. I want to finish with this because in one of the lessons that I gave you guys a few weeks ago, I talked about how Jesus laid hands, okay? How he laid hands on the man with leprosy. He said, I'm willing, be clean. He imparted into the man what he had on his mind for the man. There is so many things that God has for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts or the plans that I have for you. David says, how beautiful, how amazing, how great are the thoughts that God has for me in Psalms 139. Can I tell you something? There are so many thoughts and plans that God has on his mind that are concealed, just waiting to be broken open and revealed by you seeking him. And I'm telling you something through personal interaction, manifestations, and encounters with God, he wants to reveal to you what he has for you. Guys, let me pray. And just, I, I pray that this really stirred your hunger to really f- go to his feet so he can reveal to you what's on his mind, reveal to you what's on his heart, that he can impart into you what he has on his mind for you by touching you in those times of prayer and really opening your eyes to what he was thinking about. Amen? Let's pray. Father, open our minds, open our eyes to, to, to really discover. Lord, let us discover. Help us to discover what you have for us. Help us to discover what you have for us. Open our eyes to what's on your mind. Let us see what's on your mind. I want the things that are anticipating to see my, their reflection in my eyes. Let me see it, God. Let me I, Stir us to seek it, God. And I thank you for revealing it to us, God. You're not stingy with the things that you've concealed. You've concealed them to cause us to be curious to seek you. Father, stir curiosity. And I pray that people would lay their eyes, their hearts, and their lives. They would, they would lay upon who you are. And they would experience who you are. That they would discover the things that you have for them. Stir them to a place of curiosity and hunger where they seek you. And I thank you for the magnificent supernatural things that you're going to reveal to them. We bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week for week five, the final week of this Identity and Our Inheritance series. Love you guys. Bless you.